All right, guys. Hello and welcome to, I believe this is the fourth or fifth episode, fourth or fifth. Not really sure. You know how it goes. Episode of the pregame pod. It is your co-host, you'd say, Adam Phil. And then we got Jack Beccaro. Jack Beccaro. And then we're joining us with a uh, special guest tonight, Nolan Martini. He's going to introduce himself real shortly. Here he is right now. What's up? There he is. All right, and then obviously we're missing uh, Kush and uh, and Pre tonight. Sad seeing them. That's that's another thing we want to apologize for. Is uh, we'll get back to that later, but we're missing our guys. And uh, sorry for not posting as much as we used to. Our loyal fans, I know you're missing us big time. <laughs> I hope you sense the sarcasm in that a bit too. All right. So first off, what we're gonna want to start this podcast off with is obviously. Sorry for taking so long to get back to you guys. That's what we want to start off with. And next we're going to go hop right into college football. All right, so, Book, what do you think about college football this year? Like, seriously, you've been enjoying it this year? Has it been a good season for you? Oh, yeah, this has definitely been a great season. But I think the college football playoffs are going to be a really really interesting time to come down to because right now a lot of people are unhappy with the rankings. You know, with Cincinnati being yeah. kicked out of the top four yeah. after just consistently winning their games, and Oregon sneaking into the third spot, so I think the top the college football playoffs would be my is what I'm mainly focused on right now, and I really am interested to see who the top four will be because I think Georgia and Bama are kind of locks in that. If I if I'm we're getting into opinions, but the other two spots are open for anybody. I think Michigan could get in there, Cincy could get in there, Oklahoma could get in there. It's going to be an interesting race and. Uh, Tomorrow, I think we'll see a lot of good games. All right, so if you were on the on the on the committee, who would you have as your final four? Well, I think top four is easily uh, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and then I think Cincinnati should deserves to be in there. Ohio State is really knocking on the door, but they haven't really proven any like that they they're like an over dominant team. So I think uh, they're they're contenders, but I don't think that they'll actually make a playoff spot. I think they're going to finish five or six tops. So it'll be interesting to see, but I, I hope Oregon actually gets into the playoffs this year because they're they're a really good team. I love that. I love that, and I really do agree with you. I think Cincinnati deserves to be in there. Hasn't lost to anybody, and I mean, what people will say too is like, oh, haven't really played any ranked teams, but literally the best team that that Georgia's played all year is is what Tennessee. Tennessee, and they haven't even played them yet. We don't even know what's going to happen. So I mean, you can't use that argument against them. I don't like that argument. So that's what I got to say about that. Nolan, you got anything to add? Uh, I think I feel like OSU will sneak in the playoffs. Sneak in if they win against. They Bay, always do. They always. I sneak at least in. think a Big Ten team. I don't. I don't feel like Oregon will make it. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it's going to be a Big Ten team slipping in, and I feel like most likely it would be OSU. Yeah. Yeah. But they if d- OSU does lose, I don't. Then Oregon might. Might be able to sneak in because I don't know if. I yeah. mean, what MSU plays OSU upcoming? Yeah, that, that that's in the next week. Yeah, I don't know. Be a good game. MSU might be out of it after that loss to Purdue, though. Yeah. Um, speaking of this too, Big Ten, me and Jack actually were had the chance to go to. Uh, we visited pre, at uh, or the other co-host. Uh, we went to the uh, Iowa Penn State game. What a game it was. What a game it was, exactly. Pre- All right, Book. It was outstanding. Atmosphere is outstanding. 
loud as hell in there. Many false starts. It was outstanding. Great game. And, I mean, people say, oh, you shouldn't rush the field. You shouldn't have that. Well, fuck you guys, all right? Honestly. It was a wonderful game, wonderful atmosphere. And, you know, if I see people pushing me from behind to rush the field, fuck yeah, I'm rushing the field. Yeah, all and right? to, to add on to that. Call me a sheep. Iowa got a lot of hate for rushing the field. But if you're the number two team in the nation at the time playing the number four team and you squeak and you pull out a win after trailing the entire game, we're going to storm the field. Like, it's going to happen. Like, it's just hype. And it's just it's just something that's part of the game. And then I really don't think Iowa deserves any backlash for that because they're just students enjoying the game and enjoying the win that they earned against a really good team. You know, they're just kids. They're just kids. Have some fun. Exactly. Have some fun. They're just kids. It's all fun and games. Um, but no, that was just a little segment. All right. Uh, just saw just saw Villanova blow a blow a game winner right there. That was tough to watch against UCLA, but you know I wanted Villanova to win this game. They had OT. Uh, going to OT, you know that's nice to see. But you know, speaking of this too, more college football. Um, who do you guys have in your Heisman race? Uh, who do you have as your leader in the Heisman race? Rather? I'll start with this one. Uh, I think Bryce Young is really my leader in the Heisman race. He's done nothing but good things for Alabama. He shows nothing but eliteness. He's very young. I understand he's only a sophomore. Give him a few years, he will definitely win the Heisman. But this year, I think he is a front runner because of the fact that he's just leading this Alabama, which is a, already a great team, to super high points. He's uh, very he's consistent in the pocket. He throws a lot of good good balls, but behind Kenneth, uh, Kenneth, I think he's going to be a really tough match, and it's honestly anybody's race, if you ask me. Adam, what do you think? No, yeah, no, I, I, I really, I really don't like Bryce Young as far as quarterbacks go. If it's going to a quarterback, I think it's got to go to either Matt Corral or Kenny Pickett. Rather, I think it should go to Matt Corral. But as much as I'd like to go to Matt Corral because he's my favorite quarterback, favorite player. To win the Heisman, like I like him the best out of all the Heisman candidates. I think it's going to go to Kenneth Walker. We'll see. It'll be He's a tight race. Dominant as hell. I think Bryce. I think um, the Kenneth and Bryce are in the top two for the run for the race right now. So it'll it, that could go either way. I think Kenneth should, does earn it. He has earned it because yeah. he's just doing outstanding this year. MSU is just having a hell of a year with Mel Tucker as head coach, which I'm shocked about because as as if there's any Chicago Bears fans listening, he was a horrible, horrible defensive coordinator. Now he suddenly is a great head coach for Michigan State. So good for him. Funny how that works. Really funny how that works. College and uh, pro, two very different games. Oh hell yeah, Don, you got any uh, any uh, info on the uh, Heisman race? You know, any? Uh... I'm liking Pickett. Pickett, you like Pickett? I like the boy out of Pitt. I like that. I don't. He's good. Isn't it funny how his name's Pickett and he's a quarterback? It is. Same with uh, there was uh, the kicker. They kicked it too. Blew it. Blew it. Yeah. Blew it. Yeah. That, that's what tough. a name. The Bears had him for a bit. Yeah. No. It's crazy how that shit happens, and both of them are elite. So I don't know. Uh, well, at least elite in college. Um, we'll see about the pros. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very different game. Like I said. So up next we got uh, NCAA basketball, my favorite personal sport ever to watch, and I think this year's gonna be pretty damn good. I'm an Illinois fan, and I'm. I don't know, after all the years of watching them, you know, barely scrape into the NIT, sometimes not even making the NIT, I'm excited to see them finally ranked 11 to begin the season. I think it's going to be great. Um, but, no, I'm loving the season, and all the games so far have been super fun to watch. I mean, what game? There was a game that just had a buzzer beater, full court buzzer beater on the game. Um, that was outstanding. I mean, just- Ohio State almost losing – both their games to begin with, uh, begin the season was great to watch. I love that. 
uh, even though I love E.G. Liddell. But, no, I think the season's going to be great. Very competitive. I love it. Uh, awesome. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I'm so stoked. And I think we got to show some respect to the smaller schools. We watched a great game earlier with in Eastern Michigan and Illinois State, I want to yes, say. Yes, we did. Yes, Went we into did. double overtime. Uh, some match. Very close match that ended up in Eastern Michigan winning, but... That just why that's why college basketball is such a great sport. Is you oh, yeah. you never know what you're gonna get, and we, even with the smaller schools, it's just great matchups, and we saw some great games today. And as the season goes on, I think we'll see a lot more. Hey, not so far away too. Speaking of smaller schools, we go to Dayton. I went to the I watched the Dayton game. They, it was Dayton versus uh, UIC, which I mean UIC. I, I I went to UIC games growing up as a kid. Um, it was a great game, and I mean uh, UIC was pulling away. Um, with Griffin leading the charge, and then all of a sudden, you know, the crowd really came in, and that that was when my first time being in student section for a basketball game, and the student section really took it away, really carried the game, and that was electric. I really enjoyed that. I wish I was there. Um, that was a great game, and even though it it, it should have been a gimme towards UIC, or I mean towards Dayton, I'm happy that it was a close game because it really it yeah. really just added to the experience, exciting, right? made it much more exciting. Um, but yeah, Nolan, you got any thoughts about this uh, college basketball season? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Yeah, fine. I'll end it up. I'm saying right now, player of the year. You heard it here first. It's either gonna be Drew Timmy or Kofi Cockburn. We'll see. I'm calling him Cockburn for comedic effect. His real name's Coburn. All right. Um. But, yeah, no, I'm loving it. I think it's going to be great. Um, strap in, buckle in. It's going to be awesome. Great season. How far do you think Illinois is going this year? Uh, I think they're going to – well, shit. I, each year, ever since I was a kid, I, if they're in the tournament, I will have them going all the way. It's a it's a pa- like a poor thing I do. I just – I can't see past um, – I can't see them losing. Um, but – But they do. So. Realistically – I have them going to at least the Final Four this year. Final their, t- four. their team, people are like, oh, I would assume we left, whatever. We only got better. We got more depth. I'm loving it. Uh, Andre Curbelo, couldn't ask for a better guy to fill into the point guard role with Trent Frazier. I'm loving it. Monte Williams, everyday guy, great glue guy, loving it. Um, but, yeah, no. So, Final Four for Illinois, that's my projection. And I hope it comes true. I hope they go farther than that. That's a charge. What'd they go Get last out of year? here. What did they do last year? Last year they got out to Loyola, and, and I believe the round of 32. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was who's, your, uh, who's your favorite to win it? My favorite to win it, just based off right now. Right now. Well, Early shit. Day. I mean, it's tough not to say Gonzaga, but uh, if I were to go to with like a, like, you know, I can't pick the number one team, I'm going to say well, I'm liking... I don't know. I'm really liking – Duke played really well when I watched them against Kentucky. I really thought – I, I, I don't I don't know. I really liked how they played. It's too early to tell right now, but I really thought they were playing well. Um, and so, yeah, I like Duke. I mean, I'm watching Villanova-UCLA right now. That's a great game. I don't think UCLA is going to take it all the way, but another great I game. I think they're having another run. You think UCLA? I think they're making the, the final – I think, I mean, what, they brought back their entire starting lineup? Pretty much, yeah. And they that's made, big. Yeah, they made the final four with them. 
Yep. I think they're going to be ready come March. I hope so. I don't mind. Looking hot. They're looking like a good team right now. I think they'll get going, get going a bit now, and then come March, yeah. I think they'll be ready to go. And they've got some experience in the tournament as well. Yeah, that's always key. I think they'll at least be making the final. Definitely a team to watch this year. I think, they could, I think they could take it. We'll see. But if we're talking about sleeper teams, a little sleeper team to watch would be uh, <clears throat> none other than the University of Dayton. All right. Put them on the map. I'm kidding. Don't actually do that. We'll they're, see. They're very young this year. We're don't, don't put them on the map. No, we'll be ranked. It was a shameless plug right there, and I had to put it in. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh there no, we got so. the coach of the year from two years ago still. All right, moving on to the next. We got Nolan. I'll let you take it away because you're probably the biggest USA soccer fan out of all. Sorry, I spoiled the thunder. Go ahead. Big win today. Big win today. 2-0 against Mexico. You know, still had to let, us, still had to let them know who's top of the table. Statement, kid. In CONCAF. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and I uh, know it was a, it was a good game. I I we probably watched half the game before we turned on the Bulls game, and then we were like, oh shit, the Bulls are losing. So then we turned on the back the game, and then you're like, well, now the game's over, so we have to watch the Bulls lose. So it was rough like that. But I mean, we we had some non soccer football fans in the room, so we 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 had to. You know, make everybody happy. So it turned out we watched probably around, uh, you know, 60% of the game. But what we watched is pretty good. I mean, I was liking it, but I don't know. We were missing some key players today, and we still pulled out the dub, which I thought was really promising. I really I really thought that was big. Um, I like that. And by yeah. we, I mean USA. Sorry. <clears throat> I think they're looking promising. Uh, it'll be exciting to see where this team is if they do qualify for the World Cup, which looks like they're on pace to. Knock on wood. But, uh, yeah, no. An exciting young team. Should be interesting to see how they do. Absolutely. <laughs> Great game. I'm not a big soccer fan here, but I watched some of the game, and Team USA was looking pretty solid against Mexico. And, uh, I hope they do qualify for the World Cup. My country. All of our country. <laughs> and who doesn't love to see Pulisic come out and just score? Yeah. All right, so, Book, you're the guy. You know the question. I think you know the answer. NFL picks slash locks of the week. Who you got this week? Who you riding with? All right, there's a lot of easy or uh, relatively favorable picks this week. Not too many good matchups, not too many good uh, games that are going on that are good, are nail biters. But one game that will be a nail biter, I think, is the Vikings and the Chargers. Uh, I think the Vikings are playing relatively good football right now. The Chargers made a made a statement earlier in the season. They kind of fell back a bit, but the Vikings, you never know with them. You really never know with them. They're they're that kind of team that could just go off one day. They have all the weapons, but you know, with Kirk Cousins, you, it's never really promising. But I think the Vikings and the Chargers is the game of the week. Definitely the game to watch this week. But, you know, as I said earlier, there's not too many good matchups. The Colts are over the Jags. The Bills over the Jets. 
Lions. I hope the Lions can pull out another win. Uh, another a, an actual a fir- their first win. Excuse me. I hope because you know they're zero and eight and they're a good team. I think this could be the week that they finally do it against the Steelers, a good Steelers team that the Bears almost beat. But matchup wise, there's not too many good matchups going on this week. You know, Aaron Rodgers coming back against the Seahawks. I think that'll be a win, and I think uh, 100% the Chiefs and the Raiders will be a good Monday night game, or sun, excuse me, Sunday night game to watch because both teams are pretty pretty even right now. The Chiefs are having the most off year they've had in a while, but the Raiders are playing relatively good football, so I think that'll be a good game in Los Angeles. Yeah, no, so or Las Vegas, excuse me. No, you're all, you're all good. Um, one thing that I wanted to say was, can we all? Raise our hands if we're in the Dan Campbell. We love Dan Campbell Club. My hands raised. Let the record say this is a podcast. So I mean, I mean, if we're bougie like that, I guess you could see us. But right now, you can't see us. We're all raising our hands. We all love Dan Campbell. We all want the Lions to win, except for Nolan because he's a Steelers fan. Fuck him. All right, but I don't want him to win. I think that they week, they really they really should should have. A couple of wins this year. At least. Maybe three. Robbed. And I, I think they deserve much more than what they've gotten. And I think Dan Campbell is truly a great coach. And I think he right. is getting a lot out of the players that probably more than he should be. Like, reasonably. Like, what he should be able to get. He is the guy. And I think he's doing great. He is their guy. And imagine and losing to a historic field goal that will never happen in... Yeah, like at least ten, five more years against a great 66 team. Sixty-six yards—that's just absolute robbery, right there. The Lions should have at least two or three wins right now. So they're definitely a team. They're probably the best zero and eight team we've seen in a while, ever. Maybe yeah. even ever. Maybe even ever because this is unbelievable that they have not won a game yet. So hopefully this week they can pull it out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So next we're gonna go into the uh, NBA. Um. So obviously we just watched the Bulls game. That was pretty tough to watch. Um. I don't know. I, I, I've been loving the Bulls so far this year. I think it's been the first year in a while where I've been actually excited to watch the Bulls since, like, you know, like the Kirk Heinrich, Joaquin Milano, Carlos Boozer. The fun era. The Very end. fun era. You know, like that. And I've actually been enjoying turning on the TV watching the Bulls, and it's been great, you know? Absolutely. Stuff like that, you know? I actually have my friends saying, hey, why don't we turn on the Bulls game? I haven't heard that in a long time. The past few years it's just been nothing about the Bulls. So that's been great. So I've been loving that, and the Bulls have been playing great. Shout out Io Somu, my boy. Love him. Um, but no, I'm loving the Bulls this year. They're great. Um, but speaking about the NBA, anyone got their front runners? I know it's way too early to tell East and West. Anyone got some? We'll start with you, Nolan. Out the West, I'm going Warriors. Easy. Bit obvious, but they're ten and one, and Clay's coming back too. Eleven, 11 one now. Beat the Bulls. Eleven and one, and they got Clay. I don't know. They've had they've had a lot of players step up, and Poole and the Mitten. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Steph could be having another MVP year. Can we surprised. talk about the Mitten? I think the Mitten is probably the funniest nickname I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Strictly no, because good. of his dad. I, th- I think it's so funny that his dad's a glove, and they said, fuck this, we're going to name this kid the Mitten. <laughs> I don't know if it's disrespectful or like an homage. I'm not sure. It's just a great mix. I'm, I don't know. I think it is a great mix. Um, so to the East. 
Out of the East? I feel like the East is a bit more up in the air. I, I do like the Bulls' chances this year, but I don't feel like... I don't feel like I'd take them as the front runner. I'd probably be thinking... Um, maybe the Heat. The, the Wizards are looking pretty good this year. I don't think they're going to sustain it, though. I don't so, know. They are looking really good, though. For right now. It's really early to tell, as we said earlier, but I think the Wizards and the Bulls are going to be neck and neck for the first place spot. I hate to say it, but for the East, I mean, my, my West is the same. I'm going Golden State. But for the East, I'm thinking that, I mean, the Nets, what, they're 9-4 and four right now, and this is all without Kyrie. If they somehow are able to, you know, I don't know how that would work, make a trade or somehow, you know, like get something for Kyrie. I don't mm-hmm. know how or, like, get him to play. 9-4 and four without him is outstanding. And he's just going to, like, bring it to the next level. So that's, like, kind of like the warriors Clay Thompson situation where I just think that, you know, that's my team in the East right now with the Bulls, Wizards, fuck it, the Cavs behind. It's weird to say the Cavs, but I think, I don't know, I think it's kind of like the Cavs are kind of just, like, I, I think it's like a little struck a low, uh, well, Jesus, struck of Stroke of luck. Jesus. Yeah, stroke of luck right now for the for the Cavs. But they are looking decent this year. But, yeah, no, anyone got anything else to say about, uh, about the – Yeah, there for you the go. Nets, I, like, I very much – I could see them going that way. I, I don't know. I feel like last year they had a lot of trouble keeping that big three on the court. And, I, I mean, it's like the same case this year. As well as Harden struggling with, like, the new rule changes. I don't know. That is true about the rule changes. I do feel like he's going to get better with it, and he is still a great scorer, and he'll be able to adapt to that. Give him some time, and I think he'll still be getting back to his 30 points a game or whatever he was doing a few years ago. And then, I mean, you still do have KD, who is... I'd say the best player in basketball right now is just Filthy. the lead scorer. One of the best scorers of all time. Yeah. Fight me on that. No, he's, def- for our he's listeners. definitely in that conversation. Well, yeah. No, I love that. I love that, and I agree. Um, all right, so now we're going to move into our hot takes, which is going to be fall by all the week. So hot takes, no one your guest here. You're not too sure. I mean, hot takes, self-explanatory. You just give the hottest take you think of, all right? Any sport? Any sport. A very hot take. And then all the week is just, like, a team, a person, even a bad play. Just someone did terrible this week, and you're going to shout them out. An organization did terrible. Shout them out. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? All right, so who wants to start off on the hot take? Anyone got one off the bat? Um, off the rip? I'll start. I think the Bulls are winning the East this year. I really think they're gonna win this division. They're in that division, right? The East. Yes. I really think that they're gonna. I just with the with the way they've been playing, the way the things I've seen, I just don't see them losing it. They're just they're fighting for it, right? I think they're tied for first right now. Well, after this loss, I'm not sure, but second, they're behind. They're the, in second. They're behind the Nets, right? Yeah. But I do see them eventually at the end of the year pulling it out and taking first place in the East. 
and yeah. being serious playoff contenders and maybe going somewhat far. I mean, this is a really hot take, but I think the Bulls are going to go somewhat far in the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to get to the finals, but I think they're going to get to at least to the semifinals with all the talent they have right now and the way they're playing. If they keep it up, I think it's going to go that direction. I like that. I like that. Um, no, and if you don't have a hot take, I'm ready to go. You go. All right, my hot take is that Purdue's going to beat Ohio State um, Saturday. Um, enough said. I think they're going to win. Uh, I don't care that it's at Ohio State. I think they're going to win. Uh, taking down a lot of teams in the top five. Why not one more? I mean, I guess they're top six or top six. Why not? Why not one more? And I mean, they've been playing great football as of late. And, uh, you know, I'm just into that. I think it's going to happen. Absolutely. Uh, for my hot take, I'll go. I don't know how hot this is, but uh, I'm saying Steph Curry wins his third MVP this year. I, I, I don't think that's too hot, but I think it's hot enough. I, I think it's. I mean, any MVP candidate right now is pretty hot, so I like that. And I think it's. I think as of how he's been playing right now, I think it's gonna happen. I think he deserves the shouts for it last year. Didn't get it and. He's Here he is good. still taking them, and I think the main problem with his with his candidate, like for not winning it last year, was because of the seed the Warriors had. And if Warriors are even top, th- I'd say top three in the West, I think he's winning it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he he's just been so in the game, like today against the Bulls, he was just. Um, he was crossing people up, hitting shots, and I was just like, like how the, the fuck are making that? It was just, like, so crazy. It was, like, 2016 stuff out there. He was just going off. Exactly. I was I was shook. But, yeah, no, I like that. Um, L of the week. Anyone got one right off the dome? L of the week. Anyone just got any bad luck? Lo- okay, Bears fine. on Monday night. Bad beat. To the refs. L of the week might be the refs, actually. Lost to the referees. Let's talk about that, how the refs in this NFL need to stop being so soft and calling unsportsmanlike conduct for the slightest bit of hype and energy that comes from the game. I think Roger Goodell is ruining the league. There's a reason we call it the no-fun league. It's because of plays like that. The, the, the penalty calls are ridiculous, and they need to be stopped because they're costing teams games. I, I agree with that, too, you know. Why can't you have some fun on the field, you know? Everyone says love of the game. What about the fun of the game? I think that's going away. It's no more a thing. I would agree. The taunting calls are, like, it's not even taunting. It's literally just, like, no celebrating rules. Bears got hosed that game. And, uh, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that anymore because that just makes me sad to think about. But uh, my hot take of the week is... um, you know, every week there's those teams. Every first week of college basketball, a team that will pay a team to come play them at home, whatever, they'll pay them to come, and they'll lose. My all the week is those teams, like Virginia. They'll have a bye game, and they'll lose. I'm sorry, but I can't even name the team that Virginia lost to because they're so irrelevant. That's how it goes. It's a team like that, and they'll lose. They'll pay a team, they'll lose. Very tough to see, and that is my all of the week. Every first week at college basketball, those teams. Epitome of brutality, losing a bye game. But, yeah, no, that's mine. Anyone else got an all of the week? 
Um, I think he said it best. And uh, I, th I think in the NFL, like I said earlier, there's not too many good matchups. So unless we see an upset, I don't think there's uh, too many L's to look out for this week. I'm going to span this out of the L of the week for L of the season. Mm -hmm. Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. What is going on? They've been figured out. That's what it is. They've been figured out. It's like what's happening in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Like, the defenses know what they're going to do now. They got the whole... I think they've just been figured out, and that's why they're not as effective as they are. They know exactly what, what Mahomes is, how he want, what he wants to run, his weapons, because he has so many weapons, and I think they've just been figured out this year, and this is the year that every team is just ex knows what to expect from them, and that's why they're doing so poorly. You don't think it has to do with his line being just shabby? I mean, so? he, has, he doesn't have a good line, but I think defensives defenses have studied them. I think they have just been figured... I just think they've been figured out on the offensive side, and they can't get anything going because the defense knows what's coming. I mean, even in the Super Bowl, too, though, I mean, he'll, Mahomes will literally hit a dude in the fucking face with the ball, right. and he won't catch it. And then, he plays balls uh, to the wall. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. Mahomes is, I still think, the most skilled quarterback in the NFL right now. Leads the league in interceptions. I know he does, but, I mean... Most of those interceptions are, like, deflections off his own players' hands. I mean, I, I don't know. I think that if if we're – I think he's just in a bad situation right now, and I don't think I would have ever said that before. But after last Super Bowl, after this year, the start of this year, he's just hitting dudes in the hands, hitting dudes on the face masks, hitting dudes on the chest, and they're not catching the damn ball. And it's leading to, you know, drops. Right. Incompletions and at the worst interceptions. And he's in a ten-year deal too, so he can't get out of it. He's gonna have to deal with what he's working with right now and just make the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the thing that's like so confusing is like when you have Mahomes, who I think is also like the the most skillful quarterback in the league and has potential to be the best QB ever to play the game. And then you have weapons around him like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And it's like, I don't know, I just feel like it's difficult for defenses just to be able to figure them out when you have that star-studded offense coming at you. Yeah. I feel like they'd be able to figure it out or at least, like, adapt and do something. And Andy Reid, I feel like he's a good play caller as well. And there's just been... They've just been struggling all year, and they have not figured it out. And every week, I feel like you're expecting something to change. And what are we going into, like, week 10? Yeah, nothing changed. Week 10, and they're still scraping by on their wins and then also losing. Their defense is also a huge reason to blame for their poor season. I mean, they have the worst defense in the league this year. I'd agree. By far. And it's tough to watch. I mean... Even with the honey badger. Even with the honey badger. Sorensen is so shit. A lot of them are. Oh my god. I fucking hate watching them. They need to do some drafting. But, you know. We'll see. But speaking of this, too, we're going to segue this into, you know, Mahomes missing his defense, missing his O line. Guess what I'm missing? What are you missing out of? I'm missing the homies, you know. This podcast, it started off with, oh no. Not just a co-host, but some great friends. Yeah. It started off with me, Pre-Mac, Jack Beccaro, Kush, 
and a dream. It's t- a it's dream tough. to be the number one podcast of all time. We're going to get there one day. And we're going to get there one day. And we just want to talk about how much we're missing the homies. You know, our co-hosts aren't here, but not just our co-hosts. We're missing our friends from all over. Absolutely. You know, not not just on the on the show or whatever, but, you know, all the homies that aren't at the college with us. And, you know, it happens, you know. We'll see them soon. We'll record another one soon. Uh, I swear to God we will. Over over Thanksgiving break, we're going to have another, another pod. You're going to like it. I swear to God. That's on my mama. And, um, but yeah, no. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, what I wanted to say was, once again, sorry for such a delay between the episodes. We really didn't mean for it like this. But something that I would like for you viewers to do, which I'm not really sure that we even have viewers, I'd like for you to, you know, I will leave it in the description, whatever. Send me a tweet. DM me on Twitter, AdamPhil19. I want to know what we should do in our next pod. All right. I want to hear some suggestions, um, stuff like that. All right. We want you guys involved in this podcast. You know, we like that. So, you know, send me a tweet, send me a DM on Twitter. We'll work something out. You know, maybe we'll have like a fan section. I don't even know if you call yourselves fans. Maybe we'll call yourselves uh, our buddies. Our buddies. I like that. And uh, yeah. So I think it's been a great episode lukewarm episode it's been decent and uh no but thank you for enjoying this time with us and we appreciate you guys if any of you are listening we really appreciate you and um what i was saying is just you know keep being you guys keep going through keep vibing and just you know enjoy yourselves all right i love you guys thanks for listening peace out peace out